Hello, you're listening to the Harko Ben Woods is not a country musician or even an alt country musician. Trust me, I checked. He's an artist, performer and producer who until recently called Littleton home. This year, however, Ben has relocated to Melbourne, Australia and I wanted to check in and explore his experience as a musician moving to the big smoke. So settle yourself in for a thoughtful and earnest conversation about community, making friends, and an incredible amount of Ryan Fisherman references. Enjoy. Has there been anything, have you had any assumptions about Melbourne proven wrong to yourself since you moved there? Um, That's a good question. I reckon for sure. And... My own assumptions were that it would be more like sprawling and intense and um, kind of intimidating because of that. But I feel like it's, I mean, it's a, I'm a person who has not traveled like a whole bunch really, done like tiny bit of touring and but mostly just been hungering down making music in New Zealand, you know, which is definitely a big part of why I wanted to do this for a while. Um, but what was the question? Oh yeah. I, um, it's kind of just made it coming here has made me realize that it's kind of all the same thing. Well, it feels that way, you know, at least between, you know, home's not that far away and, you know, back in Littleton, there's this, it's the whole thing where it's, you know, it's just one street and you see the same people every day because it's a pretty small community and pretty much the same with Christchurch in general or anywhere, you know, but here it has the same thing. It's just like suburb by suburb. It's like I still hang out kind of on one street mostly and see a lot of the same people pretty regularly. They just hang out in the suburb they live in and then occasionally I'll, you know, mission out for a show or yeah but no it's a lot more familiar than i thought and everyone as well as just you know generous pretty relaxed people which is which is lucky (laughs) (laughs) yeah well that's kind of my experience of you so i'm not i'm not um surprised that you've found or you know found your people amongst the relaxed ones in melbourne yeah 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 so You know, you, I interviewed, um, I don't think it'll be out by the time this comes out, but I interviewed Ryan Chin and, oh, yeah? um, the other day and we were How kind was of, that? oh, it was, he's, it was amazing. What a beautiful, yeah. what a beautiful person. He's a wonderful soul. Did you go to his studio? Yeah, yeah. I was at a studio and, um, we were kind of reminiscing yeah. about, um, the all ages scene and obviously re- referenced yourself as well, um, Mm-hmm. And the River Jones, um, yeah. So it's as with someone with your profile now in New Zealand. Maybe there are some people who don't necessarily realise how long or how kind of varied your career has been already. Um, but you know, you've been doing hmm. it for quite a long time, and 
It's, Sorry, mate, you disappeared. Oh, it's okay. I was just saying that, you, that, that, that you've been doing it for quite a long time and you've kind of done the whole introduce yourself to a scene that kind of like, you haven't had to do that for a long time. Is What's your experience in terms of, is it weird kind of introducing yourself to new people in a new city and a new scene? Are you are you finding that comfortable or uncomfortable? Like, is 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 it similar to when you were coming up, or is it a whole different thing now that you're a um, a more experienced musician? Uh, I guess I just don't think of it as something that's like tied to music necessarily. Even though like a lot of my the people I surround myself with are that feels like just that happens naturally. It's more just in more of a human way, just trying to make people make new friends, you know? Mm. And that is definitely, again, you know, thinking about back home, it's just, you surround yourself with people or you're kind of, you, you become surrounded by people enough. And then eventually you're just like, Oh, I guess we're friends now. (laughs) And because you're going to the same places quite a lot of the time. And that is definitely one thing that I've, um, found definitely, excuse me. Um, it found definitely a character building is that if you run into someone and you hit it off, or you play a show with someone, you hit it off. Like, my kind of go to is being like, cool, I'll see them again and I can't wait. <laughs> And, but I feel like here it's like, no, like you probably, I mean, you will, but not for quite a while, maybe, you know, or like, so you've really got to, I had to get used to, um, I guess, reaching out to people, which feels, I don't know, it feels like kind of like platonic dating. (laughs) It's just like not in my zone really, but I've just been like, this is how you do it. And I don't want to waste time worrying about that. So just going to like throw myself at it or just reaching out to bands and being like, you sound great. Don't know who I am, but keen to do this if you are. And just, Mm. I think all of that gets, is just easier if you are trying to find the words. Uh, I guess if you just get, and get over yourself a little bit or, not in a necessarily negative way, but just, you know, realize that we're all after kind of the same thing and that it doesn't, yeah, if, 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 if it works out, that's great. It doesn't, that's also fine, you know, and just kind of trying to be a little zen about it because otherwise it's just becomes overwhelming because it's just so many people hmm. so often and, you know, just trying to like remember the people's names and stuff can be enough for me so yeah uh i hope i can't remember the initial question (laughs) now but i think you know that's it it's just kind of being more confident in myself just to like Mm. chat to people and reach out and be like what are you doing and not position myself in a place where i'm like you know you just exist with the music and you don't I don't, I don't network or anything because that to me immediately just feels disingenuine and gross. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I, re- I relate to a, a lot of what you're talking about in terms of like we're a similar age and obviously with myself moving cities as well, um, I think it's actually quite hard and can be quite ang- not not anxiety inducing, but like it is it is relatively scary to try and naturally make friends at this age. I think in a new place yeah. um, because try and, and naturally is like a funny way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, but that's how I think about it. Like because because you. Uh, there are periods in everybody's lives quite uniformly where new friendships are made and it's kind of because of the um, structure or the um, like situation they're in. So like first day, you know, first year at high school, first year at uni, um, Mm. all those kinds of things like first music set, like to do it again or to do it kind of without, I guess you could say like um, situational prompts, um, I, I think it is a it is a really it, it can be a really hard thing, but also like a really uh, worthwhile kind of challenge to throw yourself into, and, and one that I'm quite enjoying as well because I I can you're, you're completely right when it's like the pl- like platonic dating, mm. or like following up with people that you have connection with and like trying to make those things happen, and it can be really tough in a city, especially a city like Melbourne where a lot of people can find a lot of excuses to that. Well, not excuses, sorry, but like a lot of people think of their lives as really busy and then they don't leave time for that kind of stuff, even if you're trying to make it happen. So yeah, like I totally relate and to that's that. A, I don't blame them as well. Because no. It's, it's that thing where like, sure, we've all had that experience. Like I've definitely had it where someone's tried to reach out and be like, we should hang out. And I'm like, be totally happy and love to do that but then like less often you're just like oh just like there's other things that are on my list you know that kind of are priorities above hanging out with people that i don't really know you know if you are a busy person i feel like i can be quite a lot and no you know no shade on whoever it is in that instance at all it's just it's it's a lot to uh, it takes time, you know, and so if people give you that time, it's pretty, pretty nice of them, you know, but that's also the great thing about music and, you know, I've never been someone to be like, we're going to hang out, we're going to do this. It's just like, <laughs> you just do jobs next to each other effectively is how I think I make friends. Like my best friends are like people I've worked with or people I've worked with in music, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's like, you know, working just a day job or can't get in a band together. Like all my bandmates back home, bar one of them, I think, have been yeah, people I've effectively reached out to to just be like, I would like to play music with you. Mm. You know? And yeah. after more longer than just being like, Great. Go through a few tours and you're like, We are great friends. <laughs> and it makes sense kind of hearing you talk about um yeah essentially searching for a community but like in in like the that word natural or or organic where possible because 
that's my sense of a lot of our shared music experiences, um, the grand hour, uh, in, in music scenes and music communities where they aren't the biggest things in the world in New Zealand and you do end up kind of, it, it, it's kind of a very natural process of shared experiences and shared passions and tight quarters that um, only take a small little step forward like that kind of message and more often than not it's a very easy very rich and fruitful um, friendship as well um, so yeah that, that makes a lot of sense um, this isn't necessarily my opinion but I think a lot of New Zealand musicians um, or, or Kiwis would maybe automatically assume that because Melbourne is a bigger city more historically culturally really vibrant um in a bigger country that the music scene therefore is bigger better slicker all of these things um what has been your experience of of that so far as as a kind of consumer or enjoyer of live music over there since you moved um do you mean like the quality? The quality, and yeah, the, mostly, the yeah. Breadth of it. <laughs> I guess I would. We could speak to both, like, yeah, because I think it's probably both. I think New Zealanders kind of assume in every aspect it's it's in, outside of New Zealand. Oh, it's bigger and better than New Zealand. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It, honestly, it feels just the same to me. Yeah. It's 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 big, but there's like a certain point where I feel like, you know, you're like, look out to the horizon where I'm just like, ah, my, I can't, my view is limited to that. You know, I'm just mm. like, I feel like there's a lot of bands in New Zealand and lots of them I don't know. Mm. And here is much the same. I'm just constantly seeing stuff that I'm being like, never heard of that before. <laughs> but then, you know, I'm more of just someone who dives into little pockets, you know, mm. I feel like I see a couple of bands I like and I'm like, interesting. want to, you know, who are they and then check out their music and then you might check out who they've been playing with and go to some of those shows and, you know, then you find all these little micro scenes that are going on. Have you found, have you found yourself spending um, time in a, in, a certain, in a certain venue more often or a certain scene? Uh, I feel like... Like maybe it's something a little different right to, to back home slightly is that I, well, maybe not, I'm not sure really, but I feel like there'd be a lot of the venues, they don't, they're not really like tied to a scene necessarily. Like they, there's a lot of people doing a lot of different things at mm. similar venues, but um, I think naturally, yeah, just, by going and seeing bands I like, I've tend more towards a bunch of, um, you know, some more like upbeat together kind of alternative indie kind of that rock scene. It's all a bit slacker and all a bit jangle as there's lots of uh, over here. And also more like experimental quiet stuff, but yeah. A lot of stuff across the board, really, but definitely within that zone. And I'm sure there's, you know, there's lots, there's a huge country scene and there's just so much, you know, but um, 
yeah, I've definitely found myself hovering around there. And as well, I work at a venue, so um, uh, that's probably where I spend most of the time. <laughs> yeah, how is how how is working at a venue? Is that have you done that before? Uh, yeah, most uh, I worked at Space Academy back home. Oh, okay, yep. And actually, that might be at the top of my head. But yeah, I've definitely worked at a, a lot of bars and stuff, you know. And it's great over here. It's very similar. It's a small one. It's um, it's called the Mary Creek Tavern, and it's just down the road. And there's bands there like most nights of the week, and it's all across the board. Some nights I'm like, this is definitely not for me. <laughs> Other nights yeah. it's like, I mean, yeah. Sometimes it'll be kind of experimental ambient stuff i've done been mixing a couple of shows there as well like doing some sound and i did this one yeah kind of ambient noise gig which was this person just playing this i don't even know what the instrument was but it was just so shrill and full-on and then she just played that for like 40 minutes you know then there's some you get the kind of rock dogs uh indie bands oh there's one really good show as well recently uh where this band rocked up and they were kind of like, in my mind, they kind of were like cool punks, <laughs> you know, like a little trendier than, than your classic kind of crust punk. Um, and they did this kind of, it was almost like grind cool kind of show, but they were using like drum machines and it was so busy that I couldn't really see the stage. Wow. And it just sounded like someone had put like a boom box on the stage and was playing like telling us my business and business is good by like megadeth as loud as they could through this boom box and it was just like there's a lot of people there and i was like this is definitely it's those things those weird little discoveries that i was that's kind of exciting just being like this is very new to me but great <laughs> it's such a great upside of working at a bar that is a venue is that yeah, kind of access? That's and- definitely been it. And oh, there's this, I went and saw, no, actually I didn't go and see, I was working and there was this, there's like a club night there. They do every Monday where it's just like free shows curated. And there were these two artists, one was called Soda Eves, who I actually played with in Littleton, but just it was a long time ago and I didn't really remember them initially. And we got chatting and I was like, ah. And then, this other singer with Kisco and that was like to me mind-blowing like such a good show and now McKisco as well was like one of my favorites in ages so it's nice having like a I guess there's a bit more and it's nice having discoveries where you're like oh yeah this is going to be like a, one of my favorite albums of recent time you know whereas um I guess back home you, you can sometimes feel like you get to know a lot of things or most things pretty quickly. And so there's not as many surprises. So that's a nice thing, but it's also just being new somewhere. I'm sure it's not the same for everyone. Yeah. You know? mm. And it is quite for some, for, for people who spend a lot of time listening to music, experiencing music, making music, being surprised by music is, or, or, or a show is kind of like rare, and extremely valuable for that reason, I find. Yeah. It's so fun when your mind is blowing. Like, I remember you at, um, 
welcome to nowhere seeing greco romank for the first time yeah like that was that was one of those things actually for sure it was exactly the same feeling i remember just being like which was awesome for me what? yeah because because <laughs> it, it was the same it was like you i was watching you have the same moment that i had had previously as well and it's this i mean that's such a nice it's such a nice moment um they are definitely a band that i've wished everyone gets to see for the first time live yeah you know? they're just like such a and that setting as well was like in the middle of nowhere mighty welding sledgehammer you know <laughs> just like so so on. yeah it's amazing um i have to ask because i'm a big fan of theirs as well um it's cool sounds you did a yeah. show with cool sounds how was that it was really great i love that band as well and um sure if you can yeah friends with um mates with bassist which is nice and we've kind of met a few of them through being around but they're a great band that last record they did it's like got that disco feel to it without even really being disco it's uh, just there's something so yeah. groovy and so like effortlessly cool about that album and stuff. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that was yeah, one of those no, they're great they're great and they're such a good live band they're just they're just so tight you know everything just is like sounds like the record kind of and sometimes there's certain bands where i'm not that into that but they just do it really well we're just like oh tasteful mm, yes chef's kiss yeah big time um i want to pick on up on something you said earlier um mm -hmm. in a different context is that you like you said um you kind of made the point that like a city is a city in a, in, a, in a way, um, you actually, it's not really that different um, existing within a place like Melbourne compared to existing in a city in New Zealand. Um, and you also said that you're, as you always are, um, working on music and, and doing that kind of stuff. Um, does that mean, I think a lot of us assume that moving or like context for making music or different life experience is going to potentially have a huge impact on the music. But if you are feeling like, oh, in, in general, these places, these experiences aren't super different, has that kind of carried through to the music where, it, where you're kind of just carrying on trajectory-wise for music or have there been kind of changes through your change of scene? It's probably a bit early, too early to tell. But I no, guess no, I guess no, totally here. For sure. Uh, I think that honestly, it feels like there has been changes in like the approach and maybe in the sound because of that. But I honestly feel like that is just a complete is that is just an internal thing. It's mm. just me. And I think maybe that has been you know, as it is for everyone, shaped through experience and definitely the experience of being here and being like, well, seeing all this stuff and also renegotiating, like, you know, what I, what I value and what I want to do or where I want to be. Um, I think it's just made me more certain of what I want to do and, yeah, which is a really great feeling. Mm. And carries through in the music and that I think sometimes previously I felt like there's been more guessing involved 
with like what the sound, what, what the records are going to sound like, you know, or, but now I feel like I said that I have just being here, having a good time, but also being like, oh yeah, it's comfortable. It's just people um, hang out and make up. Yeah. We're all just doing that. It kind of makes me go, oh great. Well, I can just, I don't know, there's something kind of reassuring about it that just makes me feel less concerned with the things that you can get concerned with if you're, you know, making music, like you said, trying to play shows with new bands and trying to like find audience and stuff where you're like just concerned about how it's going to, um, how people are going to respond really, you know, or like what is the correct like equation I need to put together that's going to like make everyone go, wow. And it's just, mm. I just have like much less thought about that now. And my thought is just what is going to do that for me, like fully. Cause then, you know, it's just, then I'm like, you know, I can feel, uh, what's the word, like nourished or something from it. Fulfilled. Fulfilled, yeah. Just be like, oh, yeah, that's it. And then I think, in my experience as well, like, I feel like people respond the best to that kind of stuff. And then it's just, yeah, it's, it's just, it just feels pretty simple, you know? Mm, totally. And, um, that is interesting. So, Sometimes it's Sorry. nice to just the act of like changing up your situation. It's not necessarily that, oh, I've got this new canvas of experiences and fresh things around me, but more so that you you, you maybe shake free some of the like crust and debris of like routine and, and stuff from where you left. And that's, that's what can kind of bring a bit of clarity. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. As opposed to this right. idea of, we, you know, I'm going to move to some paradise and therefore my cre creativity is, is going to be heavenly. It's more so that sometimes the benefits of moving is actually the things that you discard or leave behind um, clearing space for that kind of stuff. For sure. For sure. I think I'm still trying to figure it out for myself, but, um, but there definitely is a, an aspect of it seeing a little bit more and it being bigger that kind of disarms everything, you know? Totally. The power of it, all that thing where you're like, oh, yeah, here's the scene and here's the, you know, you just, everyone is kind of doing the same thing and everyone's kind of reaching for, it feels like that can be the way at least sometimes is everyone is trying to reach for something, some sort of like a claim or, or, you know, it can be a shallow thing or it can be, you know, they're just trying to make the best stuff that they possibly can and that's great. But I feel like for me personally, just the act of seeing so much more of that or just, you know, kind of seeing like a, what feels like a bit of a carbon copy of how it is in New Zealand, not in like a way that anyone's trying to emulate anyone. I just mean like when you just arrive at a new place and it's filled with lots of people all trying to make music and there's different 
you know, there can be like social hierarchies or these like popular bands and, you know, you just, or there's like new bands and there's kind of legacy acts and all this stuff. And I personally have not like heard of most of it. Then I'm like, it kind of just goes, oh yeah, there's the format that we follow as well. But like, it means like nothing to me currently. <laughs> I'm excited to learn more about it. You know, not in a negative way, but you know what I mean? Like totally. it's just seeing that same format somewhere else just makes me go, ah, it's just a, yeah, it just doesn't feel very, it's not very stressful. It's just kind of like, oh, that's cool. No, so you're kind of like saying you're currently a bit on the outside looking into something that looks super familiar. Yes, and I mean, and through that, it has made the things that back home were familiar or all that kind of samey stuff that sometimes can be intimidating, I think, for, for a lot of people. Um, it just made that all feel, have no power to, to, to be stressful or to be, it's a, only, it's like, you know, now I can just see the good bits and stay with them and all the bits might be anxiety provoking about it. You know, having a little bit of hustle and trying to make music suddenly just seems silly. Totally. Yeah, um, I don't I like know, that. I don't know why I feel like I want to ask this question now, but um, I haven't asked you. Like, um, are you are you a country musician? Am I a country musician? Yeah. Um, I don't believe so. Right. Are you? But, are you an alt? I mean, are you an alt country musician? Uh, I don't think so. Cool. I've just come, these uh, terms have been like, as I've moved to Christchurch for some reason, these terms have become like ubiquitous in my life. And I'm, I'm kind of unsure. Because you're hanging out and around the <laughs> the home of old country. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But I'm just, well, I'm, I try and get out of people what, <laughs> what that actually means. And I'm still not really certain. So uh, it's nice. I just wanted to, I guess, because I know your music and you relatively well. It's, yeah, it's, an, it's a way to put you in the oeuvre. Um, is is helpful for some clarity. <laughs> I don't think I'm old country. Sometimes I wish I was. <laughs> Why? But it just seems comfortable. It seems nice. Yeah. And I like a lot of old country music. <laughs> that's that's funny. Like the idea of like you sort of be like, oh, I wish I was like, I had a weird image of you like sitting around with a glass of wine or something being like, why couldn't I just be more old country? <laughs> yeah, this is my thing. I, I could, I could, who knows? Who knows? Next record, we'll see. The next piece of, uh, it's not country on the new one. Right? No. It's all lashings of old country. Um, who is old country? Look, Ryan described himself as old country. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, when you say that, I'm like, he definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's just because in my mind, he... He introduced me to Towns right. and uh, he, you know, and like Graham Parsons and stuff. And he loves it. And his first album he was like pretty straight up country. As far as, you know, music outside of America goes. Mm. Um, and he's, yeah, he's got that flair. My, um, so is, I feel like over here there's, Everyone loves country music, seemingly, or like so many people love country music, much more than I thought, you know, and there's, they, have, they have what they call the concrete cowboys, which is like, sometimes you see people and they're just like, wearing like bucket hats and like double denim and stuff. Concrete cowboys? Like, 
yeah, it's like they hang out in like Fitzroy or Collingwood or something, but they're like dressed like they're like at the ranch, there, you know? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> which is which is great. I like it. But um, I was just so surprised, especially coming from Littleton, where, you know, you know, a decade ago, whenever everyone was like, oh, yeah, everyone, like, can't be. I was like, I'm going to go to Melbourne. It's all going to be like, I don't know, spooky, like, dance music and, like, um, I don't know. It was just yeah, going to be yeah, like yeah. the Matrix <laughs> or something, you know? I was about to say, Whereas, yeah, you're thinking, or like the opening scene in Blade. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and especially, yeah, Littleton, I just feel like, man, the associations, I feel like, get thrown a little to a bunch of uh, country music and dogs. And like, coming to Melbourne, I've never seen more people listen to country music and hang out with dogs. So it's been pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Let's keep going on all tangents. No, what was I cool. saying? Um, I was saying that I'm gonna say something about country music. Uh, can't remember, but I think yeah, you told me. I'm all... getting into it. It's nice. It's nice listening to more country music. Leaves <laughs> <laughs> Littleton listens to more country music. Yeah. Yeah. Um. How how are the how are the coffees over there as a as a fellow um, barista? Mm. How are you enjoying it? How do you rate it? It's obviously um, hyped, but on the on the ground, what's the experience? Um, I'm almost scared to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I um, yeah, I'm sure there's lots of good coffee out there. I'm just <laughs> still trying to find them. I just as well. I just think making coffee and cooking at home because the groceries are cheap, you know, yeah. keeping it basic. But yeah, nice. I can't say that I've found any that have blown my mind. <laughs> but that's it as well. I'm trying to like slow down on the coffee because it makes me just go. Hang. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 heading in the opposite trajectory right now, but I've just decided to embrace it um, for the moment. Yeah. Getting into it. Well, because I'm um, I'm doing a little coffee job down here, little Monday to Friday mornings. Um, and I just feel like I love drinking coffee and I love being caffeinated. So while I'm behind the machine, I'm just like, I'm just going to make another coffee and just have a coffee. Yeah. Um, you kind of got it as well. You run off like adrenaline doing those jobs all the time. Totally. Totally. Although it's really nice, like as is kind of the case um, and maybe I could put this onto you and in your experience as well, but I have always dominated the playlisting and music playing at the cafes I've worked at, which is really selfish, but also is like a huge part of my longevity at jobs. I think um, being able to yeah, have access to good music. Yeah, being able to just play and had not not obviously I'm not playing just whatever I want to because I've been getting I've been enjoying some pretty like abrasive music recently, but um, mm-hmm. it is really nice to have familiar, good quality music playing the entire time. And I will say there is a lot of Ben Woods coming through because I've got this giant. It's like a hospitality. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, nice. What well, you, you? Yeah. Well. I think I think it's good cafe music, especially like body type. I mean, and like um, I put white leather again on as well. Um, 
Yeah, I can, I I can drink a latte to that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'll make a latte to that, mate. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I've been, I've been recently working at this venue. Uh, it's a place that they only have turntables, and so it's just records. That's got to be very, like the most stereotypical, yeah, cliche <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne thing. Good but though, I love good it. though. It's yeah. so good because it's, it's like, so good. you know, there's so much music available. So wait, do you do that thing? By myself. What were you going to say? Well, does that thing happen where like someone's being served on or whatever and the record stops and it's like, well, it's time to choose another record and someone, people are waiting while records are chosen and put on? Uh, no, like the start, I'll be like, what is the theme of the day? Right, what nice. box were we on? And it's like, right, and just like grab a stack and kind of comp up them and get them kind of just be constantly DJing while we go on. But it's nice because, you know, there's probably records, I don't know, it might be like 150 or 200 records maybe. Mm. Maybe at least even. It's hard to know how many are in a stack, but, um, but it's good. Being like, oh yeah, now I'm just listening to the album all the time and getting to know it like in a quite a deep way, and a lot of it as well because the boss is like quite a music lover. Is um, is a lot of just bands that have played, you know, mm. there recently. He will just like buy merch, and so heaps of it is like local music, and it's kind of cool. As far as having a getting a day job again goes, it's pretty nice. That I, a lot of it is standing there just listening to local music. <laughs> I guess just to finish off the interview, which I've really enjoyed um, so far, so don't fuck it up now. Um, yes. I don't mean to bring Ryan up again, but I will. Because he, he made, uh, I kind of, I mean, I was asking him, <coughs> the interview with him was basically about, about Christchurch, being a Christchurch musician um mm. all that kind of stuff and he made the claim and we kind of talked about the idea of people leaving um yeah and i guess this is a two i, I guess this is a two-parter because one i'm kind of curious uh, if you were self-conscious at all about um being a person leaving christchurch and going to melbourne um and i guess the second part of the question is he made the statement that everyone returns to christchurch eventually because it's the best um do you, it's funny. <laughs> do you do you agree or disagree with that statement <laughs> uh, what is it that i should feel bad and that everyone returns yeah um yes yeah, <laughs> no, i right. don't know um well i don't feel bad I don't, I mean, I, that's, I think I just have spent a little time like thinking of things and, and this is, I mean, I feel like you maybe are kind of the opposite and I'm not, there's no, I don't have, I might sound like I'm sounding negative by saying this, I'm just saying for me personally to, to be able to work, uh, my brain to work in the best way that I can make it, I try to think as very little as possible about like the sociology around music or like, you know the sceny stuff or just like what is this as like a 
you know, conceptually as a place. And then I just think try and go like more just like, oh, my friends and these mm. people on these bands that I like and have like a, my own independent relationship with. And I feel bad in that I miss a lot of them and I miss the familiarity and I miss most of all just like my family. But uh, other than that, yeah, no, no, it's good. I feel like it's, 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 it's a great time. It's good for me. And I think that means that if you do good stuff for you, I like to think that hopefully that it's the best thing for everyone as well. You know, if everyone does that. Totally. So all feels good. And I also think though, yes, Christchurch is very special and will definitely be back pretty soon. I reckon. Mm. Um, um, I've got some shows. I've got, I've got a show in November. So that's cool. Yeah. What's um, the show in November? Uh, it's probably the only show for the year in Christchurch. And that is, Opening for dimmer at the town hall at the theatre. What is it? Uh, Saint no, James Hay. Yeah, yeah, that'll be awesome. It's, that'll be really good. I've never seen that band, but I like them, so that'd be great. Um, and you're doing? Yeah, are you doing great? Sounds great. No, I did no, that last year. That's okay. I was like, did I? I've definitely seen your name on the poster, and it's like, which year's yeah. poster though? Nice. Yeah, no, no, no. So um, if you want to see Ben Woods, you're going to have to come to see, have to see Dimmer. at Dimmer. Oh, oh, but, damn. Uh, you're going to have to see Dimmer, one of like New Zealand's coolest bands. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I'll definitely be playing next year. But um, I like the Christchurch chat, though. I think Christchurch is very special. Mm. There's something about it. What do you think it is as someone, like I said earlier, who does, I think, don't put words in your mouth at all, but I feel like a lot of your thing has been like, the you know the concept of you know places and music well i like i like that you i've never had someone describe it as like sociology and uh i think that's actually quite apt because yeah you're right like i do as much as i i think i just have i have i have a huge amount of me that is similar to what you're talking about where it's like i just want to purely enjoy music like for me that's usually live shows I do a lot of listening and walking. Like th- those are my moments where I I just try to think as little as possible and really just enjoy. And I'm very mm. grateful that I have a lot of time built into my days and weeks and months and years to do exactly that. But there is an equal part of me that, as you pointed out, that yeah is like really really interested in everything else around. Uh, yeah, the sociology of it, which is true. Um, I don't have an answer to you for Christchurch yet, like. Like I said, I haven't been here for very long. I have just put it out and like the Ryan um, interview was part of a new kind of series I'm of interviews I'm doing um, with Christchurch musicians, music industry, music community people to kind of actually ask that question and find that out myself from the people who are actually here. Um yeah and that's really i'm really enjoying that um and really excited to kind of dive into that more because i think it it it, it was something i really loved about the old podcast was that i would um through talking with people over time 
certain themes or like yeah sociological issues would would pop up and arc throughout it and i wouldn't have necessarily been able to glean that from one single conversation but from lots of conversations with people in the same similar area or scene Mm -hmm. um, really illuminated it so i'm just kind of excited to have that happen um here in christchurch and, and kind of find out more about it and the cool thing about it as well as i'm asking at the end of every interview like who each guest thinks i should also talk to and so it's going to yeah. like kind of splinter off into scenes and and people that i've never met or never experienced and and that's like that's a real treat for me but you know a really quick um vibe of it is that like i think everyone is really welcoming and open and lovely um so far um i think that there is a high level of um music appreciation and kind of like music fandom within the scene and community here itself which is really nice everyone is Mm. it seems to be far more open about actually being fans of the stuff that's happening around them uh, which i really like and um and i think that it feels it feels positive and it feels quietly confident but yeah that's nice i feel like it's in a good place um the city but uh one thing i was going to say is that i'm curious about uh is that i remember it would always get thrown around when hearing people talk about music in Christchurch, they'd be like, because there's, I guess, yeah, effectively, because there's less industry, I suppose, music industry there, or in the South maybe in general, or but definitely people would say it about Christchurch, is that there's less, um, less, Uh, to be like socially attained through the music scene. So therefore people just do it, do whatever they want just because it's just them and their friends doing that. So there's maybe like a lot of a real, like quite original sounding bands because there's not a lot of like maybe less professional social reward because of that lack or, or having less industry than say like places like Auckland, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's true, but maybe you can investigate that because I remember lots of people saying that and being like, oh, yeah, that kind of makes sense. I, I, you know, I have, I grew up musically in the Dunedin scene and, and still very, like, spiritually connected to that place and then obviously live here now as well. And I've heard that a lot too. Um, I'm not mm. sure what I think about that. I think one thing that's really true is that there is more specifically very few outlets platforms um that share or kind of get the music of especially Christchurch and Dunedin out to uh, out of their bubbles into other areas um mm. you know other than like an under the radar other than the kind of SRN stations in, in many ways, that's preaching to the choir of nerds and psychos, though, you know, because um, we're, <laughs> we're all already dipping our fingers. Well, speak for myself, I guess. I'm already 
um, kind of aware of that stuff. But I mean, like, I think it's maybe a, uh, I don't know how much water it holds that the, the, the styles or the quality comes from that dark, that light being turned off. I think I actually, a, I almost feel myself a lot of times saying that stuff just kind of cringing a little bit because I feel like it's just, it can't be just umbrellaed like that. You know what I mean? I think it's, it's a good, such a people to people kind of thing. I think it's like a, cle- a, I think it's a clever way to um, make your peace with the fact that media, the media collapse and um, institutional deficits have really hurt the music scenes of the South Island. Interesting. It's a really what is the media collapse. Well, like the collapse of, of, you know, um, uh, the business models of newspapers and magazines oh, yeah, and all these yeah, things. So, like, sure. they can't cover it. Like, there's no rip it up. There's none of the stuff. Like, um, yeah. yeah. And I think true. that's obviously hurt. Um, yeah. Crushers and Eden Farm. farm and, well, I shouldn't just put that, but like, the more out, the more, the further away of um, you are from, say, like the epicenter of Auckland, um, the more that's, the more insular in terms of um, getting yourself and your music out there and heard um, it is in general. And I think, I think it's an easy way to feel better about that when you can be like, yeah, that has happened, but let's just say that that's why we're so good at music. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you got to cope with these things somehow. But I, uh, I suspect my hypothesis is say, that music won't get any worse with my interviewing and sharing people's uh, music here in Christchurch. And if it does, I, I will apologize and stop immediately. Yeah. <laughs> it's who's your, um, who's your favorite Christchurch bands at the moment? I had a conversation actually the other night at a wedding with Brian Ferry. Oh yeah. Um, he was just over here staying with me and I can't, we were talking at the wedding trying to be like, name the like, best current five Christchurch bands. And it was kind of embarrassing. We were like, ah, oh, I don't know like how in the loop we are anymore. Because we just kept being like, let's not think of bands that were like, have been together for years and years, you know? Have you got any favourite new Christchurch bands? Well, first, that's obviously been on Brian's mind because he brought, he, we were chatting essentially about the same thing before our interview and, um, in a slightly different context, but yeah, the idea that maybe we're a little bit out of the loop or that it, we didn't really directly talk about ourselves, but that uh, people like us were maybe out of the loop as well as us. Um, actually in reference to like, why isn't say like Furby being played on um, RNZ uh, music 101 and stuff like that. Um, and why, yeah, is, why, why is it, <laughs> why is it kind of, this, why is it kind of the same stuff that we've been listening to for 20 years? Like UMO, which is great. But whatever. Um, so it's funny that he's been. I don't know if Furby is very um, national radio appropriate. There's a pretty simple answer there. <laughs> but 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 you, you get what I mean. Like what I the kids this totally, year. Totally. Um, so obviously with a grain, uh, and also the second funny thing you said that I should say is that I kind of asked him like, what makes the what's what's the special ingredient in the Crushers music scene that makes it good, and he was basically like our superior taste. Um, which, <laughs> which I really liked, to be honest, because uh, to be that confident, <laughs> yeah, confident in your taste, because I feel the same way quite a lot as well. Um, yeah, so grain of salt. I just thought I'd pass that on to you. Grain of salt. Um, 
I obviously have my own, th- there's going to be my own personal things because I'm from guitar world. I really like sure. that kind of stuff. But no, um, absolutely not. You don't have to. There's an objective answer. Obviously. I guess I'm speaking to the listener more more so than you for that one. There, to be honest, but um, I really like Velveteen, which is Jai's kind of like new old outfit. They're a bunch of young, good-looking guys who kind of make. Do you remember that band Yuck? Um, no. They just kind of make like it's got noodly guitar parts. It's got big chords. It's kind of it's it's indie, but not which is. Right up my alley, obviously. Is it heavy or is it more like it's got, it's got loud kind of moments, but I wouldn't really call it heavy. Um, mm, cool. I really like this new. Uh, 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 there's like a singer songwriter kind of scene that um, I've been getting to know a bit, and I really like um, Sam Banbury, and I really like this new artist Holly Kimber. Um, mm. Really enjoyed watching um, Holly and a band live. Um, I like. Uh, I don't think I remember the surname properly. Hannah Everingham. Yep. Yeah. I haven't been able to see Hannah yet, but... Um, saw her open for someone, I think. Mm. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, really? I saw the Wendy's, and I really liked the Wendy's. Oh, yeah? Um, good rock yeah. and surf rock. We're all surf wearing rock. lifeguard outfits. Like, yeah. It was so... Yeah. It was like garage. It was so up my, so up my alley. Um, yeah. I actually haven't yeah. seen it, but I've definitely... Like, they've been around for ages, and I... And then that's kind of like the, oh, I've been really enjoying the World Series tracks that come out. I'm very excited to actually see World Series play. And actually, that's another big one, um, Violet French. Oh, yeah, big time. Because I hadn't. Is Violet still playing quite a bit? Oh, yeah. And I hadn't seen, I had never actually seen a, like, Violet French show. and Like a solo show. Even with band. Like, oh, yeah. Um, and I've been really lucky and been able to see, I saw her play twice really quickly once, I think maybe both times with Luke actually, um, which was really yeah. sweet. But then also got to see the Kool-Aid set at, um, at the what Melted Ice that? Cream, Better Living in Real Life. And yeah, I, pretty and, fun band, eh? Yeah, and I had never, I was, I think, uh, uh, in England when Kool-Aid was going on and, and mm-hmm. not in Crush. So I'd never, I didn't even really know. I, I recognized the name, but I hadn't really think, and I really enjoyed that. So, yeah, I would actually... I, I would put actually put Violet at the top of that list yeah. for me. I reckon Violet and Luke is a really nice pair as well. That song they do in Kool-Aid, um, something about a forest. I always forget what it's called, but I just remember that song. as big tune. Big tune, big tunage. Well, um, I really appreciate your time, Ben, and, and for speaking to me. And I think um, I was obviously really... Um, curious as to like what your experience has been but i think that was a sign to me that i think a lot of it's a kiwi psyche thing of the overseas thing and what's it really like and i think it's just filled with a lot of assumptions and i don't think a lot of people kind of just speak uh to their experience in a in an authentic way and i knew talking to you that um you would be you and give exactly that and that's exactly what you've done so i really yeah, appreciate I hope it's it around. i feel like it kind of um not good at giving like very decisive answers i'm <laughs> just like well i think it's a little bit like that <laughs> well I, I can say from my experience i really enjoyed it great and that's all that matters and um i think that's part of why i really enjoy interviewing you as um and hanging out with you is because it's not just the experience of of 
talking to myself or someone who's very um, the same as me. It's actually far more enjoyable talking to someone who does kind of, like you said, try and think a little bit less in conversations like this and, and, and take your time as well, because those are two things that I really value that I, uh, really enjoy interacting with. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no worries. I, thank you. It's nice to have a little chat. Uh...